Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Philippians 4, 6. God Turned the Lights On by Velva B. Holt. It was the night of October 7, 1959. Without any warning, the electricity had gone out and the whole town of Grants Pass, Oregon lay in darkness. Mrs. Ray Kinch was babysitting in someone else's house and she didn't know where to find candles. So here she was with four children and no lights. It was a rather frightening situation. The two-year-old baby was already in bed and in a matter of minutes the rest of the children would have been tucked in and fast asleep but now they couldn't find their pajamas and were too afraid to go to bed, even if they could. Mrs. Kinch hoped the lights would come back on soon, but in the meantime, she put her arms around the crying children to console them. Don't be afraid, she said. Jesus loves little children and takes care of them, even in the darkness. At other times when she was babysitting, Mrs. Kinch had told Bible stories to the children. So even though their parents hadn't taught them anything about Jesus, they had heard about him many times before. Billy, the oldest child, was trying to be brave. We can pray to Jesus, can't we, he suggested. Yes, the others chorused. He could make it light, couldn't he? Yes, of course, Mrs. Kench replied slowly. He could make it light if he wanted to. But you see, God doesn't always find it best to do everything just as we ask. But we can ask, can't we, the children interrupted. They wanted light, and they wanted it at that moment. All right, Mrs. Kench agreed. Let's kneel and ask God to make it light. But you must remember that we are praying for God's will to be done, and if it isn't His will that we have the light just now, we shouldn't think that He didn't hear our prayer. Holding the children close to her, Mrs. Kinch prayed, Dear Jesus, if it is Thy will, make it light. But if not, then keep us safe through this awful darkness. Amen. When the prayer was over, there was a knock on the door. This frightened the children even more. Their parents had warned them not to open the door to any stranger, especially because there had been prowlers in the neighborhood recently. Feeling somewhat uneasy herself, Mrs. Kinch called out, Who is it? A woman's voice answered, I am a friend of the family and have brought you some candles. The children immediately recognized who it was, and they thought this was the answer to their prayer. Jesus did answer our prayer, didn't he? Billy quickly commented. Mrs. Kinch inched her way to the door. The friend who handed over the candles had not thought to bring matches, and she didn't know where to find any. After locking the door again, Mrs. Kinch groped along in the darkness until she finally found some matches to light the candles. The three-year-old girl was then put to bed, and although she usually cried for the hall light to be left on, she seemed to understand that she could have no light that night. Mrs. Kinch stepped outside to see whether there were any lights around town, but could see none. Since there had been no storm to cause the power to go off, it was a mystery why the blackout had occurred and why it was lasting so long. Since their radio didn't work without electricity, there was no way of learning the reason for the power failure. Over the kitchen table, Mrs. Kinch told Bible stories to the older children. It was getting late, but she allowed them to stay up later than usual. She told them about the importance of light and that God had made the sun, moon, and stars. How did he make light, Grandma Kinch? Billy asked. God made it in the very beginning, she answered, and she began to recite, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. You mean it was all dark just the way it is now? the children interrupted. 
Yes, it was very dark. But how did God make it light, they eagerly questioned, wishing they had more than candlelight. Well, the Bible says, The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. See Genesis 1, verses 1 to 30. At that very instant, lights came on all over the house. The boys jumped up and down shouting, You said, Let there be light, and all our lights came on. God did hear your prayer, and he gave us more light. Mrs. Kench wanted to make sure the lights were not on everywhere else, too, that it wasn't just a coincidence that they had come on at that moment. So she stepped out onto the porch to take a peek at the rest of the town. The only lights visible were the scattered lights of cars and a few candles shining dimly from the windows of the nearest neighbors. Mrs. Kench went back into the house and turned on the radio. The local station was still off the air, and the electric clock, which had stopped at 8 o'clock p.m., had once more started but was two hours and 15 minutes slow by her watch. This meant that the lights had been off all that time. Filled with a strange awe, Mrs. Kinch said, Children, let's bow our heads and thank Jesus for hearing our prayer and for taking care of us, for surely he has given us light. When the power was finally restored all over town, Mrs. Kinch learned that an airplane had crashed into the main transformer, causing the worst power failure their town had ever experienced. And no other lights had come on that night until several hours later. The children didn't forget to tell their parents about the wonderful things that had happened that night as God heard and answered their prayers. They told them of how Mrs. Kinch had repeated the Bible verse, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Genesis 1-3 and all the lights in their house had come on, but none in the rest of the town. The parents were very impressed with what they heard, and the light that shone through the darkness that night may have been God's way of letting his message shine into their darkened hearts so that they could see the light of his power in their own lives. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.